What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where we two brothers they get together and they talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. That was the first time I've messed up the intro, so I'm one for <laughs> I'm two for three two for with three. my intros so far. But uh, I'm joined by, as always, my brother Ethan, and for the first time, we are joined by Mike Boyle. How, how do you want to be called? Do you want to call hey. Mike, Mikey, or Michael? I think Mikey. I don't know if anyone calls me Michael anymore. I've given up on being perceived as an adult. <laughs> Maybe your parents, just because they're hopeful, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, just just when they're mad and disappointed. Yeah, so I, I feel like I've heard I've heard your mom call you Michael more than anybody ever. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just my mom at this point. <laughs> yep. All right, so so we're going with Mikey for today. But welcome to the show, Mikey. Uh, I know you're a listener, so this is exciting for you to actually be yeah, on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We got yeah, a fun episode. I was saying before, I feel dumb, but I'm, I'm really nervous. <laughs> I'm on, like, I'm, like, it's like I'm on a TV show. <laughs> well, it like, probably doesn't help break. that we're Don't like, mess it up. <laughs> yeah, we're all like looking at each other and stuff like that when no one else is going to see what we look like. <laughs> nope. So there's that. Uh, uh, no one's going to see this weird thing. Oh, as man, well. you guys are big. These will be, this will be like archi- archive footage later when you're big. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For the bros talking uh, documentary on how we got to where we are today, this will be on. This will be on that episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, the never before seen footage. Yeah. Ethan, yes, how's sir. it going? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, just hanging out, enjoying the nice weather. Surprisingly nice weather for the beginning of March. Yeah, it's been super nice here. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like 60 degrees mm-hmm. today. It was great. I went for a walk. It's it's so funny to like. Obviously, Mike, you're in New York. We're in New England. Like, it's so funny to see like people in the Northeast react to nice weather for the first time after winter. Like, it's 60 degrees, and they're like rocking t-shirts and shorts, running on the beach. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's 60 degrees. Like, just enjoy the weather from afar. You don't have to be like immersing yourself. It's not summer yet. Now, the, the biggest thing I do this is like oh, the most ahead. needed warm weather, though. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. just like we, we've been locked inside for so long compared to any other time. That was like the big thing for me. Was the only thing I really did different was just drive my window down the last two days. <laughs> like I didn't really do anything crazy. I just right. rolled my window down. But yeah, I, I agree that this warm weather feels different than any other year's warm weather. <laughs> yeah, much needed. Yeah, just because, I mean, we've been locked inside for over a year. Obviously, like... I've said before that I enjoyed my summer last year because I didn't have to work or anything like that. But like, it does feel different because there were more spikes in the winter. Everyone had to spend the holidays apart from everybody else. So like, being able to go outside does feel different. So I guess there's that. But at the same time, I'm not rocking shorts and a tank top yet. No. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my leg skin is uh, dead fish belly white with a nice uh, kind of like Brillo pad hair over it. Hell yeah! Um, it's really hot. So it's just not. Society won't allow it, so. <laughs> yeah, but if you've noticed, society has been changing, so maybe there's one day where that'll be accepted. I want to be accepted. <laughs> I mean, there was the whole free the nip campaign. I mean, there could be something, something to do with your legs if you want. We free the something. frightening legs. We could, start, we could start something here if you want. I'm good with it. I really, I also don't want people to see my legs either. It's a mutual <laughs> thing. <laughs> free the Brillo caps. Yeah. All right, fine. We won't start a revolution today. Maybe next week we'll start a revolution on your behalf. (laughs) So, yeah, other than that, other than the nice weather, have you been watching anything? Because I know that's one of our first things we always like to talk about is what we've been watching lately. So we'll go around the room. Ethan, have you been watching anything new? No, (laughs) I honestly haven't. Uh, I finished we finished Friday Night Lights last week. And uh, I am now convincing Tiffany to watch Breaking Bad for the first time. So I'm not personally watching anything new. Tiffany is, but I am not. Just yeah. rewatching Breaking Bad. Nothing can't go wrong with rewatching Breaking no, Bad. It's it's comfort food at this point. And like we so good. we just got into season two, and I'm like, and she it, season one ends pretty well, but it's short because of the writer strike that happened in 2008. Um, and. We just got into season two. I'm like, season one was good, but like season two is where it gets real fucking good. So like, pay attention. Like it's gonna it's gonna get real good, real real fast. So I'm I'm really excited to rewatch all of Breaking Bad again. Yeah. That writer strike is crazy because like 
I never really processed it when it was happening. I guess we were all like pretty young, but now I'm going back to shows like I, me and my girlfriend just started The Sopranos and season six is broken up into like part A and part B because of the writer's strike. And then like a bunch of other shows I've been watching recently, just like it really affected yeah. the entirety of Hollywood. And I really didn't process mm-hmm. it at the time at all. It's just very it's, interesting. It's, it's weird because... You said it was in 2008, right, Ethan? So I was a senior in high school when it happened. And all I remember from the writer's strike was the Daily Show with Jon Stewart was cut off for a little while. And he didn't have writers. It was just him. That's all I remember about the writer's strike. Yeah, I mean, if you were a senior in high school, I was in seventh or eighth grade. So I don't really... It didn't affect me. It didn't affect my day-to-day at all. Um, But like Mikey said... (laughs) Uh, we just, I just finished watching Friday Night Lights and I think season two is not the, or season two or three has the writer's strike and it's so different than the rest of the seasons. Cause they had to rewrite or like storylines and then just pick them up later. It was just, it was very, very different. It was insane. That's one of, that's one of the last like big shows that people always tell me to watch that I still haven't watched, but isn't Michael B. Jordan in it or someone big? Yes, he's in the last like two part. seasons. Michael B. Jordan's in the last two seasons, and he's he's great in it. Um, but it's just Kyle Chandler being Kyle Chandler. Like that's that's really it. He's he's great, but and, All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, I, I haven't I seen it, it yet. I definitely want to check it out. It's right. on Hulu. Nick, what have you been watching? Uh, so I actually I started Banshee last week. Uh, I mentioned it on the show, and it is fucking phenomenal. Um, it's on HBO Max for anyone that wants to check it out. It's it's awesome. I finished season one. I'm halfway through season two now. It's really fucking good. But I also started um, this. Oh, shit. I want to say it's called This Much I Know. It's with Mark Ruffalo on HBO. It's an HBO original. And I have two episodes left of that. And it's crazy. It's about it's Mark Ruffalo is amazing in it. Uh, he plays two characters, uh, a set of identical twins. And one of them is a schizophren- uh, schizophrenic um, and... I forget what else he has, but it, it's it's crazy, and it, it it's really hard to watch at some points just because it does deal with some real-life situations, but it's nice to kind of just veg out and just get, like, super immersed in that. So I only have one, uh, two more episodes left, and I'm very excited. So I think it's a six-episode limited series. Dope. Banshee, I, I just watched the trailer for Banshee, and the whole time I was looking at the guy, the main character, and I'm like, who is this guy? And it's the dude from The Boys. What's his name? Yeah, An- An- Anthony Starr. It's, yeah, uh, so I, I want to watch it just because of that. Mm-hmm, it's his role right before the boys, or right before he picks up Homelander, and you can see like the makings of Homelander in his character. Like he's the main protagonist in Banshee, so like you can kind of see like the arrogance that comes about with like it comes full circle with Homelander. It's, it's he's really good in it. So it's definitely a good watch. Cool. What is that on? Netflix? I uh, it's on HBO. that's on HBO Max. Also. Oh, that's on HBO. Um, and what's cool is you just got through the first season, and the reason I was hesitant is the first season is the lowest rated, and then every season after that just like keeps going up in ratings. Mm-hmm. So I know if the first season's good. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, it's it's um I guess I said this to Ethan last week. It's originally from Cinemax, like a, a Cinemax original. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of boobs and butts in it, and a lot of like yeah. unnecessary sex scenes, <laughs> but like. It, it 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 still works, so it, it fits in, I guess. But at the same time, a lot of unnecessary sex happens. <laughs> but hey, that's life, right? Dude, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. They, they show you all the boobs and butts in the first season, and they tone it down for the rest of the series. It's exactly what Game of Thrones did. Game of Thrones, there's so, there's just, Game of so much nudity in the first like two seasons, and then like none. In the round. I mean, didn't really add anything to the show. Game of so. Thrones was HBO. Which Game of Thrones is, was HBO, not yeah. Cinemax. Yeah, so... Still softcore. <laughs> <laughs> Super softcore. But I just think it's so funny that like when you're younger, you're never allowed to like watch sex scenes or anything. Your like eyes are covered and you're like, come on. And now that I'm an adult, like every time a sex scene happens, I'm like, why is this happening? I don't want to <laughs> see this. Fast forward. This is necessary. I can get that anywhere. <laughs> I don't want to see it next to my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> like just insinuate that I had sex in the movie. You don't need to show yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time I ever remember seeing nudity in a movie uh, was Nick. We were watching a movie with our parents called Cold Mountain. I don't know if you remember that movie. We had rented it from mm-hmm. the, from the video store, and we were watching that. And then the, the nudity happened, and Dad immediately paused it. And we never watched that movie again. That was that. 
He yeah, paused it. Some Nicole Kidman I don't remember movie. that. Or like turned or like mm-hmm. turned it off, so it was like it was it was gone for his. I don't know. We but I remember, I remember being like, oh, those were boobs. I remember my dad came home and he was so mad and he was like, "Did you watch Euro Trip? It came up on the bill." And I was like, "No, but I did." <laughs> <laughs> and there were so many boobs. So that, that's like a preteen's version of like basically porn. It was just like yeah. there were so many boobs in Euro Trip. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. Euro Trip. Man, nineties comedy is so horny. <laughs> yep. Euro Trip uh, is where Matt Damon made his probably his best cameo. I know that. I listen to the yeah. song like every day, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I start Scotty my day by listening to Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know it's a jam. <laughs> <laughs> just wake up every morning. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch this movie. <laughs> I've seen the the part where he cameos. I've seen it on YouTube like six hundred times, but I've never actually seen the movie. And I really don't have any interest in it, seeing that movie. But yeah, I'd say it's probably not worth it at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I've seen you, the best you part. You kind of had to be there. Yeah, you kind of had to be there for like two thousand two, and then six months but later, yeah, it was like, already out of style. Late nineties, early two thousands comedy. Every poster is just like a close up on boobs, and it's like yeah. parents, teacher too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like uh, all the... American Pie movies. Well, yeah, but also like, what was the Jessica Simpson where she played? Uh, oh, Dukes of uh, Hazard, like that oh, poster yeah. kind of thing. Like that's very legs, very early people 2000. in between yeah. legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, so I mentioned that we had a, a jam-packed episode. One of the fun things that we get to talk about is uh, the winners of our first round of our March Madness bracket are uh, Disney songs. Um, so you guys want to jump right into that and have a fun discussion about songs? Yeah, Nick, if people want to vote <laughs> on these yeah. brackets, where would where would they vote on? Oh, that's an excellent point, Ethan. Thank you for bringing that up. If you wanted to go vote on our brackets, we'll be posting it to our Instagram story as well as posting it on Facebook and Twitter. So you can vote as many times as there are social media accounts. That's three. <laughs> so <Or> three. three. <laughs> yeah, so you can vote up to three times. But also, I think... Uh, for the later rounds, we'll be posting it on our personal Instagrams also, so you can double-check those and vote there as well. So uh, we did get a lot of interaction with these, which I'm very happy about, because I know last year we we tried posting, uh, what did we do, um, theme songs to TV shows, and we voted on them ourselves and <laughs> yeah. didn't have anyone else vote. So I'm glad we were getting interaction throughout the fans, so thank you for voting. So we'll dive right into it. Um, so first overall, the yeah, first matchup we have the number one overall seed, Make a Man Out of You, versus the number sixteen seed, Be Our Guest. And with sixty four percent of the vote, Make a Man Out of You moves on to the second round. Pretty obvious, right? I think Make a Man Out of You is a tough song to topple in the first round. Yeah, I voted Be Our Guest, uh, <laughs> and then I listened to Make a Man Out of You, which you played. I just turned up the volume, and I was like, Ah, shit, mm. that's a better song. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it was a, a no con, no brainer for me that I thought Mega Man I, was gonna destroy be our guest. Before the tournament started, I pegged Mega Man out of you as the winner, so that's my favorite to win. Can we note that Nick and Andrew sang "Be Our Guest" in high school in the play? Uh, we we did not mention that. We we have I feel not like it should be noted. Yeah, just in case any girls are everything. listening that like Nick, we could just destroy that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nick Nick did play in Lumiere in, in our high school's production of Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And, and nailed the French accent and everything. Yeah, you did. I showed, like literally in maybe the first two months I was dating my girlfriend, we ended up going upstate and I showed her part of the DVD of the play that we were in, Be Our Guest. <laughs> and she looked at me and she's like, do you want me to break up with you <laughs> no no I, I promise it's real cool it's real cool i just gotta show you this one thing <laughs> nick uh, can you yeah, give us okay, a little so... uh, candlestick for us for us no one else will see it just just me and mikey here just give us a little candlestick <clears throat> Enchanté, mademoiselle. there you go <laughs> Wow, that took me back. Actually, I mean, I was literally yeah. just asking you to do this because that's how you had to stand the entire time. But oh. I mean, the French accent works too. There you go. Yeah, no, I nailed the French accent. And be our guest was uh, was a really fun song to play. But make a man out of you is a better song. So I said it. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, we got the number eight seed. Go the distance from Hercules versus the number nine seed. Let it go. Can I get some guesses, Ethan? Who do you think won this one? Uh 
based off the information that I know, I think go the distance one, but um, I had picked Let It Go to win the tournament. I thought Let It Go was going to win. Okay, Mike, who do you think won this one? I think there are a lot of people at this point that are just super annoyed with Let It Go and just would have voted against it. So this but one, I think actually... overall, it's undeniably better. But I think it's yeah. so. Okay, so this one had the highest margin of uh, victory for the victor. It was seventy-one percent of the vote go the distance beats out Let It Go. Whatever. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know how that happened because Let It Go is super iconic. Um, I did, did not think Go the Distance was going to win, let alone stomp the competition. So that's pretty crazy. I think people are just angry. Like a lot of people are like, that song's too popular. <laughs> Maybe. And people or, have, Go the people Distance have little is a really good song. Yeah, that's true. It's probably not. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. The number four seed, Won't Say I'm in Love, also from Hercules, versus the number 13 seed, Kiss the Girl, from Little Mermaid. Any guesses, Ethan? Uh, dude, I don't have a guess. I just want to say that uh, I Won't Say I'm in Love is the most underrated Disney song ever. It's such a fucking it's good a song, dude. Oh, my God. I love that song so much. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a guess. Mike? Um, what is I Won't Say I'm in Love from? Hercules. Hercules. It's, Me- it's Meg's song. No. What's the other one? <laughs> kiss the girl from Little Mermaid. Yeah, kiss the girl. Obviously, man. Come on. Yeah, with fifty-eight percent of the vote, kiss the girl beats out. I won't say I'm in love. Yeah, dog. I mean, that's not that big that of a difference. One. No, but that was one of my additions, so I feel pretty positive about that. That was a uh, after vote uh, addition to the bracket. Us. That was the one we agreed on. Don't don't take credit for it. We agreed that it was going to no. be. Kiss the kiss the girl was me. No, I, I'm saying I'm won. saying we, but we both agreed that it should be in there because we both had Little oh, Mermaid yeah. songs. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I flipped the coin for it. You but did, but moving yeah, on, you're right. I'm just being an asshole now. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you are. Okay, uh, number five, Prince Ali from Aladdin versus the number twelve seed, See the Light from Tangled. And I'll just straight up say this one: Prince Ali beat See the Light with sixty-five percent of the vote. What? See yeah. the Light? God damn! I love that song. It's it, see the light is more emotional when it comes mm-hmm. on and you're watching it. Mm-hmm. See that like I that's do, it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, but it had a uh, it had a tough matchup with Prince Ali just because Prince Ali is so yeah. upbeat and fun. Yeah, that's how so I feel Prince about Ali Kiss the Girl. Yeah, that too. Although I won't say I'm in love is also very upbeat, just like Ethan said, very underrated. Yeah, I don't know that song. I don't know that nerd song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the other side of the bracket. The number two seed, Son of Man, versus the number 15 seed, Friend Like Me. Phil Collins, baby. So, Phil Collins taking it all the way. Friend Like Me. Friend Like Me all the way. Come on. In the closest contest in the entire bracket, Son of Man moves on against Friend Like Me. Wow. The number two seed moving on with 52% of the vote. It only won by one vote. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Just one. All right. Moving on. Number seven, Try Everything from Zootopia, a- a.k.a. just Shakira, versus number 10 seed, Love is an Open Door from Frozen. Any uh, guesses here? Uh, I think Love is an Open Door won. Yeah, yeah I think Love is like. an Open Door is just more recognizable. Yep, Love is an Open Door with 56% of the vote moves on against Try Everything. Now Love is an Open Door, now that I've at least said the name of the song, will be stuck in my head for approximately four hours. And yep. Love is an Open Door. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I... Well, you guys Tiff are recording I, this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tiff and I crushed that song in the car, dude. It's it's a fantastic duet song. We do it real and well. And I do both parts very well. Yeah, I do both do parts you guys have well. Do you guys have a favorite Disney song? Uh, yeah. Yes. Nick, do you, want share, do you want to share yours? Mine's Make a Man Out of You. Yeah, so is mine. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. I love, I mean, this is just coming from the top, but the song Shiny from Moana is yeah. so good. Hmm. It's, it's probably it's, uh, the least listened to song from that movie. Yeah, people don't like it, but it's by. Uh, Jemaine from Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords, and, uh, dude. Hell yeah. And what we do in the shadows. 
And uh, it's right when David Bowie died, and it's an homage to David Bowie, so it's like mm-hmm. really psychedelic sounding and stuff. Uh, I love and, that song. I don't know if it's my favorite. And the way, they an- the way they animated it, too, was awesome. Yeah, and he's just super funny. I love that guy. Well, well funny you bring up Moana. Next matchup, number three, How Far I'll Go from Moana versus number 14, You'll Be in My Heart from Tarzan. Gotta be Tarzan. I, yeah. I'm just gonna straight up say it. You'll Be in My Heart with 63% of the vote moves on. I mean, that's classic. That's Phil Collins at his best. And mm-hmm. we talked we talked about how it wasn't a very upbeat song. This one's not a very upbeat song, but it's just so iconic that it was not losing to Moana. Even though Moana's fantastic, yeah. it's not going to lose to Moana. All right. And the final matchup of the bracket, the number six seed, Can You Feel the Love Tonight from Lion King versus the number 11 seed, Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company. <sighs> that song is good. So can you, good. <laughs> can you feel the love tonight? One, one hundred percent, easily. Yeah. With uh, but you guys, with you guys did it right, where you would like play the under, like the least popular song on the thing, and that so, song was better. <laughs> so I think, I think, why should I worry? Was probably one of my favorite songs in this bracket, and I played it just because I wanted it to like people to hear it before they voted. But what I was doing was I was giving the higher seed the song play. So I just I cheated and played Why Should I Worry instead of Can You Feel the Love Tonight just so just so people could hear it and it's still lost. Uh, so it was better. Don't worry about that. It was really funky. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick, you were what three of Can uh, Why Should I Worry's five votes? They actually had a total of eight votes, and you were three of them. I was three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Voted on all platforms as much as I could. <laughs> Uh, all right so that's the final of that's the last matchup of the first round so the next round moving on we'll have make a man out of you the number one seed versus the number eight seed go the distance the number 13 seed kiss the girl versus number five seed prince ali the number two seed son of man versus the number 10 seed love is an open door and the number 14 seed you'll be in my heart versus the number six seed can you feel the love tonight we got elton john versus phil collins in the next round that's tough. That's real tough. That's that's Alabama against LSU, you know what I mean? Sure. And or foot, another sports football. reference. <laughs> I've got so many sports references, I can't even think of one right now. But <laughs> I believe that. Also, um, Ethan, going yeah. back to a couple episodes ago for us, one of your movies just came out for your fantasy movie. Oh, shit. Team. It did, yeah. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta look up those scores. I do. Uh, so Mike, so Mikey, uh, if you hadn't heard, Ethan and I drafted yeah, catch me up. a team of yeah, a team of twenty twenty one movies. So movies released in twenty twenty one. Um, and what we did was we drafted them based off of what the critic score would be. So the higher the critic score, the more points they would get for our fantasy team. These are so upcoming for anyone games. who. Correct. Got so. It. The 2021 fantasy movies, my team was Dune, Judas and the Black Messiah, The French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and The Harder They Fall. Ethan's was Ryan the Last Dragon, Last Night in Soho, In the Heights, A Quiet Place 2, and Beatles Get Back. So, so far, we've only had one movie release for each team, and Judas and the uh, Black Messiah was mine, and it scored very Surprise. well. So I, got into, I ended up getting 16 fantasy points off of Judas and the Black Messiah. And Ethan, what's your one that just came out? Raya just came out last week. And um, so the way we do it is every every point. So we take the IMDb scores, the Rotten Tomato scores, and the Metacritic scores, uh, add them together in an average amount. Um, and then every point above a 70, you get a point. Uh, every point above a 90, you get two points. And then every point below a 70, you get negative one points or negative points. This is a great idea. Um so averaging out Raya and Last Dragon scores, Raya got a seven, has a seven point six on IMDb, a ninety five on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seventy five on Metacritic, averaging out to eighty two points. So I got twelve points. All right, I'm super excited for that movie. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I think we're mm-hmm. watching it this weekend, right, Nick? Yeah. Yep. It's it's uh, Disney Plus on demand, so it's like thirty bucks, but you own it. So we share a Disney Plus account, so we're just gonna hang out, watch it, and then be able to watch it whenever. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Want. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one thing I've been like, ugh, thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah but... exactly. Did you watch yeah, uh, Mulan really when it came out? 
No, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I still, still haven't, haven't seen it. it. it I haven't watched it either. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, it seems like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ryan the Last Dragon, like they, it, it's cool to see a really good animation company that's not Pixar because like DreamWorks is always kind of off, but Frozen and Moana both looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like whether or not you like the story, they just looked beautiful. So. I'm really excited to see that movie. Especially Frozen mm-hmm. 2. Frozen 2 looked real, real good. Real nice. Yeah, that little fire salamander. Yep. Like horses running in water. Real good. There's some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Also, that reminds me that Luca's coming out, too. Yep. Luca looked awesome. But that is but that is Luca. Pixar. That's, yeah, it's Pixar. That, you're cheating. That doesn't count. Oh, I didn't even know there was a new Pixar movie. All right, Ethan, you want to do some housekeeping while yeah. I uh, get my list together? You want me to do it? Am I better at it? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Much better. I forget if, about the housekeeping all the time. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch the show usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want to be part of the show, head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can submit your questions, your comments, your concerns, and feedback of any kind. And while you're over at brostalkingpod.com, we have a shop tab where you can, or a merch tab where you can uh, you know, buy some merch like sweatshirts, t-shirts, stickers, and coffee mugs. But if you have no money to toss our way because we are in the middle of a global pandemic, that's all right, you can go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and drop us likes slash follows at all of those locations. Also, go to YouTube.com, search for us. You can find all of the fast minutes that we've done. Uh, you can find a couple of the videos that we've done. And if you hit that subscribe button, you're automatically entered in to win free merch once we hit 100 subscribers. So go do that. There's no there's no cost. It doesn't cost a thing. It supports us. So go do that right now. Love, love doesn't cost the same thing either. Damn it, I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to try again? Yeah, love doesn't cost a thing either. There you go. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> Thanks, man. Also, you brought up uh, your fast minute. We are postponing the fast minute until next week because Ethan did not get a chance to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Why yep. can't I talk today? We also, oh, that's what you're on. Yeah, I'm on Hobbs and Shaw. Ready, ready for Fast 9, which just got uh, delayed till June, which is unfortunate. But mm-hmm. I also don't know if Maybe you should... Go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, maybe you should put a hiatus on the Fast Minute until Fast 9 comes out, so then you can do a lead-up into it, like Hobbs and Shaw leading up into Fast 9. I don't really want to wait that long to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, it, I'm not like... You could watch Hobbs I mean, and Shaw and then do like a ranking right before it comes out. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Just do a full episode Fast dedicated to the Fast, Fast and Furious. You no, should. Nick, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got to catch up. <laughs> All right, so we're going to introduce our big topic now. So I came up with this topic. I don't know if I'm very original when I came up with it, but I figured, like, I wrote it down a while ago, and we just never had the opportunity to do it, and I thought bringing on Mikey would be, like, a lot of fun for it. So what we're going to do is we each gave each other a blockbuster movie, and our jobs were to recast the entire, well, the main characters of the movie using characters from TV shows, not actors from the TV shows, characters from the TV show. Does that make sense? Is that a good way of explaining it? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like the way okay. the way you said it to me is, uh, instead of Steve Carell, we're casting Michael Scott. Right. Yep. So we're using the TV characters as those characters in the movie. Yep. All right. So we each gave each other a movie. Ethan gave me my movie. Ethan, what'd you give me? So, uh, in honor of it coming out next Thursday, and also in honor of me rewatching the original uh, about three nights ago, I gave Nick. The 2017 trash fire that was Justice League. <laughs> I very much appreciated it, mainly because I literally just told you I've seen it. So I actually think that works to my benefit because I have no idea what these characters are like. So I'm just going to use characters from TV shows who I think would make good uh, superheroes. There you go. So, so I gave Mikey Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm I'm happy about, I guess. I I uh, I had to I had to look up. I I forgot a lot about Independence Day, <laughs> but I know I love it. So I, I had to do a little movie. research. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I did my best. I hope you guys accept my answers, and you know, accept <laughs> me as a friend on the way on the journey. Yeah. I, uh, so with Ethan, I don't know if Nick told you, I was gonna start with. I was gonna give you. Avatar: The Last Airbender, because that movie just needs to be fixed. But then I was like, "You're just going to be stuck like finding children characters throughout <laughs> shows." So, uh, so then we moved on to Fast Five, if you uh, which will be great. 
if you had given me Avatar to Lesnar Bender, I would just cast Finn Wolfhart and everything. Because that's apparently the only child actor in Hollywood right now is Finn Wolfhart because he's in literally everything that has a child in it. Who is Finn Wolfhart? He's one of the kids from Stranger Things. He's oh, the kid with the long yeah, hair. The one who's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got it. Has anyone seen Independence Day 2 by any chance? No, I've been. I was told to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, I think I ran it on TV and then just like did other stuff while I was doing it, but I didn't uh, absorb any of it. Yeah, I think I, I, Mom and I went. I think for either like her birthday or something because it came out right around her birthday, and I think that's the only time I've left the theater going, "Fuck, I really wish I didn't see that." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was real bad. <laughs> it was real bad. What a yeah, bad birthday trust. present for Mom. I think she paid, so I didn't mean wasn't. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> So just a super right. bad birthday present. <laughs> Seriously. Paid, paid for my own movie and it sucked. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Ethan, since you brought up how young you are, you get to go first. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, you, brought up, you, you brought up how you were still in 8th grade with, during the writer's strike and I haven't been able to stop thinking about how young you are. So you get to go first. Alright, so I was given Fast Five. Um, which, if you are not caught up on Fast Minutes is my favorite Fast and Furious movie so far. And I don't think that's going to change with the, the next two. Um, but So I, I mainly just casted the, the main crew. I omitted um, the two, uh, I think they're Cuban, I, uh, the Cuban gentlemen who are in there for, for a total of like maybe 15 minutes. I, I, I kind of uh, omit, omitted them so I didn't cast them. Uh, so I cast the main crew and the main bad guy, which I think is Hobbs played originally by Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, but in my movie, uh, Hobbs is going to be played by Ron Swanson. (laughs) So Ron Swanson will be tracking down, uh, the crew of the fast and furious, which I think is just great because I think he's going to get the job done. He's going to do a fantastic job. Yeah. He's terrifying. Um, (laughs) So right, I'll, just, I'll just dive right into it. Um, playing the part of Dominic Toretto, I thought I needed a, a strong leader, and who uh, who better than Billy Butcher? So Billy Butcher oh, yeah. is the leader of, of the Fast Fear. He's taken over the role from, from uh, Sir Vin Diesel. Uh, for the role of Brian, I thought I needed a good second-in-command, but also can, can hold his own. Uh, and I recently just restarted watching Breaking Bad, as I was talking about, so I, I selected Jesse Pinkman uh, for the role of Brian. Very good. Uh, for oh, yeah, Paul Walker, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the role of Mia, who is played by... Uh, oh, her name just went right out of my head. Jordana Michelle Brewster. Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. Oh. Jordana. No, uh, Michelle Rodriguez is not in Fast Five because she's dead at this point. Ah, <laughs> um, Just for a little bit. Yeah, just, just, for, just for this movie. She's dead for this movie. Uh... So I, for Mia, you need someone who's very attractive but doesn't do a whole lot. So I chose Rachel Green from Friends. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Excellent. Uh, because I feel like she she fits that role pretty well. For the role of Giselle, who was originally played by the wonderful Gal Gadot, uh, I she is apparently the weapons specialist, which you don't really know, but apparently she she's really good with weapons. <laughs> So <laughs> I chose Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, who is very, very good with a sword and, and a knife. If you haven't seen the last season of Game of Thrones, don't watch it. Um, the role of Tej Parker, originally played by Ludacris. I, ch- I wanted someone who could be really funny, but also really serious at the same time. And I chose Will Smith from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. AKA um, just Will Smith. <laughs> just Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this is my favorite casting. I'm really, really proud of this. The role of Roman Pierce, originally played by Tyrese Gibson. I needed someone who is the comedic relief and someone who is not very serious. And you just, you, he just loved that he's in this movie. And I chose Exhibit from Pimp My Ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> He is a character in that TV show. It's not. It, that's not exhibit. No. I mean, yeah. I know. Like, um, that's the character. Oh, I was really. Perfect. I would love 
I would love a 20 minute segment in like the middle of Fast and Furious where Tyrese is walking through the car like pin my ride. <laughs> like, we put a PlayStation in the back. And it's like, yo, we got to go faster, Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, I was, he was actually the first one I cast was, was Roman Pierce. I cast Exhibit. Uh, awesome. I actually skipped over no, Han, who is my favorite character in the Fast and Furious franchise. Of course. Um, Absolutely. And I casted my favorite character from the Walking Dead franchise, which is Glenn. Because Glenn was a car salesman. That was, that was my immediate thought once you said it. Yep. That was yep. a great choice. Glenn was a car salesman. And there's one episode, I think in season one, where he drives a red car like super fucking fast. And I was like, yeah, perfect. It's, uh, it's episode number two. He uh, ends the episode. They bring him back to the camp in that car. Yep. Um, no, I'll go next. Uh, like I said, I don't like, I feel like I only really have four, maybe four characters. There are like four major characters, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then I kind of just like added some ideas for smaller characters. So like, there's a smaller character who is like friends with someone and she's like, I'm going to go to the welcome aliens party and and they're like don't yep. go to that you idiot and then she gets blown up <laughs> yeah. so i ch- i chose that girl from wandavision who's also in thor because somebody needs to kill her <laughs> oh <laughs> darcy. darcy oh Dar- i hate darcy cat <laughs> <laughs> denning i find i find that character so annoying so i would just love if an alien exploded her uh, <laughs> so that's one i put a lot of work into that <laughs> But all right, so Will Smith, I Jeff love. Goldblum, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, first, I love how you started out with a character that you hate so much that has to die. Like not the main character, it's just a character that you absolutely hate. You have to kill him first. Uh, to be okay, I would, I would kill her. I mean, I wouldn't kill anybody. But, <laughs> but if I were to choose the character of hers that had to die, it would be the two bro girls character because I've put mm-hmm. that on randomly and it just like upsets my soul. Yeah, that show's not good. A horrible, show is horrible good. show. So yeah, Kat Dennings from Two Bro Girls. Out of here. <laughs> there you go. Will Smith. All right, so Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum are both super tricky. Like Je- or Will Smith especially because he's charismatic. He's really funny. He's like this adventurer guy. And there's not a lot of like character representation for that in TV uh, that I could find that I really liked. Uh, until I thought of the dynamic between him and Jeff Goldblum, who is like a nerdy, really smart guy, weirdly sexy to some people, and always kind of the smartest guy in the room. So I feel like Will Smith and Have Jeff Goldblum. Park? Uh, and, oh, super sexy dress. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, I'm thinking Abed and Troy from Community. Hell yeah. Uh, I think, and if you can't do two, like, if there are rules of, like, not doing the same show, I think another good Jeff Goldblum would be Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation, because he kind of also has that nerdy, stumbly, I, I don't know. I, I like Ben Wyatt better than Abed, honestly, for Jeff yeah. Goldblum. I think that'll that'll work really well, him and Troy. And I, th- and I think Troy is just always kind of like the dumb, brave character every time they do an homage mm-hmm. to something in action, so that's, that's what I got yep. for him. Um... There's also this guy. Uh, oh, and, and then the president. Do you guys remember who the president mm-hmm. is played by? Uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Paxton was Twister. Thank you. So Bill Pullman kind of has like the big important speech where he's like, today mm-hmm. is Martin Luther King Day or whatever the day was. <laughs> and then, Independence Day? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> the title of the movie. Sure, sure, sure. Anyways, (laughs) so I was thinking like someone who you really want to trust is going to have a good monologue uh, and you're really going to like believe, even though Bill Pullman wasn't the greatest president even in the movie. uh, I think Tyrion Lannister would be a solid, a solid leader in that situation. Uh, So I'm going to go with Peter Dinks. And then who else do we have here? There's one more. Okay, so there's a guy who talks to Jeff Goldblum, and he's like, I need to call my mother. I need to call my lawyer. Forget my lawyer. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. It's like someone I need to punched call my him mother. in the throat and then, yeah, tasered his neck. Yeah. Uh, so Forget I don't my know lawyer. Guys... I got to call my mother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Big Mouth, but uh, I have. 
John Mulaney's dad is very similar, yeah. where he's like, what are you doing masturbating in front of your grandfather? So I think he would be another yeah. very good <laughs> recast. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. I think that's about all I got. Let me look at my oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah. a little disappointed you didn't recast uh, uh, Randy Quaid's character. The guy oh, I do. It's Creed. I have, okay. I have Randy Quaid for Creed. Sorry, I didn't have okay, it down. I think Creed okay, cool. from The Office is literally just Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Been abducted by aliens, about to commit suicide by trying to blow his yeah. plane up into this. Yeah, yeah. he's the Hello sense. Boys, right? I'm, yeah. I'm home. Hello, Hello Boys. Yeah. And then he's like a criminal in real life, right? He's like a bad person. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't. They almost didn't let him fly his plane because he was like crazy. No, I mean, oh, like, wait, are you talking about... Isn't... Oh, actually, yeah, Randy Quaid? Isn't Randy Quaid, like, a lunatic? <laughs> Probably. I have no idea. He I mean, he played one on screen pretty well. I'm pretty sure he's, like, got a jail and stuff. Oh, yeah, tons of mugshots. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. If you just Google Randy Quaid, it's just mugshots. <laughs> <laughs> it's mugshots cool. and his role in Independence. Yeah. All right, so I'll go next, obviously, because there's no one else to go. So oh. with Justice League, it's going to be tough because the the there's so many superheroes out there and so many different people who played the superheroes that like I basically just get to make up my own cast. Like you guys both talked about like how you chose characters similar to that character. I'm kind of just picking characters who I think would make a good Superman and a good Batman kind of thing. So I kind of got lucky with this pick. So thank you, Ethan, for choosing Justice League for me. You're welcome. Awesome. All right, with Superman, I kind of cheated. I don't know if you would have saw this coming, but I picked Homelander. Just because it would be a crazy dynamic to have Homelander as Superman with that same kind of attitude, that same arrogance that he portrays throughout the boys. And basically just he's a dickhead superhero. But imagine that as Superman in the Justice League instead of the boys with Vought. So I think that would be that would make for an interesting kind of storyline. Um my Batman slash Bruce Wayne. This one was a little tough, but I had to pick someone that would have two different voices and also a very badass persona. So I chose Walter White. There you go. As I'm Batman. cool with that. that was good idea. Like, say my name. You're Batman. You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, that's like all him. I can say to myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um... So for Aquaman, Jason Momoa basically is the sex symbol for the movie, right? Yeah. Like, women are in love with Jason Momoa. So I picked Daryl Dixon, who is the sex symbol for Walking Dead. Got the long hair, he's muscular, and he doesn't say much. I never understood why. Is he the sex symbol for The Walking Dead? He is. He absolutely is. And I never got it. And I still, to this day, don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. Nope. Norman Reedus seems like a really cool dude, but like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd be the first one to admit, man. Like, Jason Momoa, goddamn, that is uh, he is one hell of a good looking dude. Daryl, like Daryl Dixon though, Norman Reedus, I don't see it. Like, I just, it's because he rides I mean, motorcycles. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, that and it's Slim Pickens during a zombie apocalypse. So, I mean, he skyrocketed to a ten. But it's not Slim Pickens when. I, when he's not acting as Daryl Dixon, and people still think he's very, very attractive. Yeah, I had no fair. idea that there was a whole, whole thing about him. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't That's like me. My he's Aquaman a person that, like, if I met, he wouldn't like me. <laughs> oh, probably not. No. Yeah. With with us knowing you, yeah, probably absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. For Wonder Woman, I had to choose like a badass chick who can fight. And I chose Buffy from Buffy Summers from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think she would kind of be a kind of cool Wonder Woman, just obviously different powers and stuff, but she'd be playing Wonder Woman. So there you go. Buffy as Wonder Woman. For Cyborg, so since I've never seen Justice League, I have no idea what Cyborg is like. So I chose Don Draper from Mad Men. I don't like. <laughs> I have no idea. What Cyborg is like in a mess. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what he's like. He's like an insecure high schooler <laughs> who plays football. 
Well then. Oh, in that I, case, making Barney Stinson or something. I mean, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Joss Whedon didn't really know what Cyborg was like either when he when he made that movie. Very, but uh, very true. Uh, no, Cyborg is yeah, definitely just a, a brooding high schooler at the at, at, in uh, <laughs> in Justice League, and I don't think Don Draper is uh, really fits that. But I did, have, I did have a backup pick for it because I didn't know if uh, nope, nope, we're good. What he was like, we're good. <laughs> Our in parentheses, in parentheses, I wrote George Costanza, but I guess we're not going with that. <laughs> That's so much better. That would make that movie 99 on Run Tomatoes. <laughs> All right, so then I'm switching it. I'm officially switching it. The parentheses are moving over to Don Draper and George Costanza is my cyborg. Um, for the for the Flash, I didn't. Like it's tough choosing a character that's just like a young kid who like runs around really fast. So I chose Bart Simpson. I don't know if we were allowed to choose cartoons or not, but I made <laughs> I made Bart I made Bart my Flash. He's gonna be in a red suit anyway, so if he's a cartoon, he's a cartoon. I like it. Yeah, I, I do too. Good. All right, all right. So for my Alfred, I had to choose a badass guy who's like secretly behind the scenes kind of thing, but also like is not afraid to put up a front if if threatened. So I chose Philip Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fuck yeah. Uncle Uncle Phil is Alfred. I didn't. I did, I was thinking about choosing Jeffrey because he's already a butler, but I needed someone who was a little bit more badass than Jeffrey. Dude, Jeffrey's Uncle super Phil. badass, but no, I, I like I like the he is Uncle Phil pick. Uncle, Uncle Phil, Phil is yelling at that man so much. <laughs> You'd be chastising. It's, <laughs> Uncle Phil would be chastising Walter White. Are we talking like what are we doing here? <laughs> um, and then uh, Lois Lane, obviously Superman's love interest. I uh, also needed a very headstrong woman, so I chose Leslie Nope for Lois Lane. So Le- I figured Le- that was Leslie Nope married to Homelander. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. It's an interesting dynamic, yeah. but I also think it's funny that Ethan, you and I share like three TV shows: Fresh Prince, That's Breaking Bad, and The Boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna do will smith as fresh prince and it would just be a way more fun fresh prince <laughs> in independence day <laughs> more colorful clothes <laughs> imagine him with that uh helicopter hat so trying to kill aliens with it on what's will yeah smith's i also had uh, other options written down what what's will smith's most famous line from independence day what does he say when he's dragging welcome aliens to earth. Does... welcome to earth motherfucker yeah. is that it he doesn't say uh, i think that's he doesn't say motherfucker. Does he say bitch? No. No, he just it's a PG-13 movie. Yeah, he goes, welcome to Earth, after he punches him. Wow. That, that sounded cooler when I said yeah, it. Yeah, 3 out of 10. <laughs> Fuck that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But then he's, he's, he's dragging the alien along, and he's what? and what the hell is that smell? And then like yeah, he smokes a cigar an, after punching him in the face. That's an improvised line, because they did that on uh, like dried-out Salt, Sa- Salt Lake City, like sand or desert somewhere out there and all the shrimp come up to the surface and then they all rot and die so he's walking through this desert with a bunch of like rotting shrimp ew it's like what the hell is that smell (laughs) that's awesome i I did not know that that's awesome yeah i was i was reading up a little bit and another cool thing i learned is uh when in the beginning when like the first music starts there's a like drum beat to like the aliens coming in, and the drum beat is Morse code for like D I E for die. So like whatever that beat is, really? it's like one one two. Yeah, to spell out die. Huh. Little little fun facts for a movie that didn't need that amount of detail. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I want to rewatch Independence Day now, just saying the lines and stuff. And yeah. a fantastic movie. It is a fantastic. Um, oh, also. I- one more thing. One more thing about Independence Day. Uh, you know, like the the scientist with the long hair, like down to his shoulder, yeah. and he's like shoulders, and he's looking at the alien. The it's alien like, strangles him to death. That's Data. I never knew that was Data. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, I was excited about it. <laughs> Whatever. I had sorry. I ruined your uh, your your joy there. No, I think I think we knew that because uh, our parents were huge into Star Trek: The Next Generation. So every time, yeah, every so, time Independence Day came on, it's like, oh, that's Data. That's Data. Hey, guys, that's Data. <laughs> like, yeah, we know. <laughs> you told us the first time. <laughs> that's very funny. Shout out to mom. Love you. 
this is this is just a story about your parents but one time i was in the car do you remember we were going somewhere i know yeah i know the story you're about to tell it and i'll let you tell it i won't ruin it but yes i do honestly you probably remember it better all i remember is what she said but i don't remember where where we were going i don't I don't think she said anything. Wait, uh, we might be thinking of different stories. I know the story. Okay. I think I know the story Nick's talking about. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, there was one where I like, I think we were going to like, I don't know, like an early high school formal and I put on cologne and <laughs> she was like, I don't know. She was like, wow, a lot of cologne. And she's like, put the no, window No, she said, did you she smell nice? And then rolled the window. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, you smell, smell, you nice. smell really nice, <laughs> and, then, and then and then roll the window down because you overdosed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two two parents who emotionally shattered me. That it was that one, and then uh, Mr. Quinn when we had our middle school orientation, he taught he was teaching me my locker, and I didn't know what deodorant was, and he was like, "Hot day, huh?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I smell really bad." <laughs> <laughs> and then I went way too far, and your mom was like, "You smell like garbage." <laughs> someday, someday yeah, I'll I, fit in as a I do. Dis- <laughs> I do distinctly remember that because I didn't think anything of it at the time. And then when we got to our destination, you're like, "Dude," <laughs> it was like definitely like Hollister shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely like that. Yeah, that Abercrombie Finch, oh, Finch, Finch overdose of uh, easy spray just run through it a couple yeah, you're times. Just, you're just trying to impress the ladies, man. Them. Just trying to impress them. Little did they know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We have some. We have some stories that probably aren't suitable for the pod. So we'll no, just uh, not. end story time <laughs> real quick. Those, those were okay though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Those were fine. But it's when the it's when we start talking about other things where uh, we might get a little off topic and not be able That's to true. record, <laughs> not be able to put out what we say. Well, let's bring it back to uh, Justice League. You haven't seen Justice League, and I feel like you got the perfect pick where you really don't have to see Justice League to gauge the Justice League. Not whatsoever. I know some of the characters and what they're like. Um, I still haven't seen the Aquaman movie either, but I'll probably watch it after Zack Snyder's. Are you going to watch Zack Snyder Justice League? Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it just because I'm interested. Like, the story is so interesting, like, to like why it happened and uh, just the cause mm-hmm. of it and all that. Um, there's so, but, much, there's so much hype about it, yeah. And like, do you know why he stopped directing mm-hmm. it? Like, his daughter died or his son died, right? His, his daughter, uh, yeah, Joss Whedon had to take over and basically, you know, manipulated the script and it, it just went in a different direction um caused ben affleck to go on a drinking binge fuck dude (laughs) but i don't love that like i want to see it but i don't love Zack snyder movies uh even uh, like 300 is his biggest one and it's fun to watch but like i'm like i remember being so excited when that movie came out and like we were talking about being younger like there wasn't that much internet so the way we knew about movies is like other kids went to school and they came back and they told you all the things that happened so i remember like hearing all the stories like all these cool scenes and then when i finally saw it it's very pretty scenes and he always does very visually gorgeous shots and they always i don't know for me it always kind of feels empty no matter what it is like i, I can't really think of any of his movies that i've been like oh fuck i love that movie but i'll still see it i like his shots i like his art in like each each shot i think they're yeah. very cool look Zack snyder yeah, makes movies to make trailers like his trailers yeah, are fucking exactly. dope they're so uh, good <laughs> but his movies usually aren't um but no i'm re- i'm really excited for the snyder cut uh mainly because uh, like not, not a lot of people talk about it but like the way that people were getting hype around it was they were donating to suicide prevention like charities so they they oh, raised wow. like five hundred thousand dollars for suicide prevention while they were like campaigning for the movie to be actually made which i thought was really cool that is very cool. And, and, and Zack Snyder seems like a, a cool dude. Like, I watched an interview with him, and he seems like a really cool, ch- chill dude. But, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel bad. I feel bad shooting on, like, <laughs> someone who's done so much more than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's what we do to feel yeah. better about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. His uh, his trailer for um the zombie heist movie looks pretty cool, too, with, with Batista. I forget the name of the, uh, the movie. Dead Army already at army yeah oh yeah that looks cool basically just 
like a bunch of guys that like deck out in army gear and try to go rob Las Vegas and be infection or zombie breakout and pandemic. It's it's nuts. It looks stupid but awesome at the same time. That does look awesome. Um even his trailer for Man of Steel is like such a good trailer. It looks like it's the best Superman movie ever made. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of Which, more shots. I mean, the movie itself was pretty good as far as Superman's concerned, because I'm not a big DC Heroes fan. Like, I don't really like the DCEU very much or any DC right. characters other than Batman. I don't really know too much about. So watching Man of Steel was kind of like my first ever Superman movie. So I really enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I'm like 50-50 on it. Superman is just like kind of a perfect character, which is why the whole Ender choice. Yeah, Ender choice was a good choice. And it's like why Homelander is cool. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. because if you have that much power, the only, the only thing that's going to make that's going to make it interesting is if your morals are in question. Right. Let me tell you, Homelander's um, morals are very in question. <laughs> yeah, the milk stuff is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we might get a little more of that in season three. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a very cool, uh, like Superman graphic novel called Red Sun. Have you guys heard of it? It's about if Superman landed in Russia during the Cold War instead of America, and like I Batman heard is Russian. That, yeah. yeah, I think it would make a cool show or cool or a cool miniseries or a movie. But yeah, Superman altogether is kind of whack. Watch, watch CW get the rights to that shit and ruin it. I have a friend who just auditioned. I don't think it's gonna matter if I say it on this, but I have a friend who just for uh, Buttercup in a live, uh, a live remaking of a CW Powerpuff Girls. They just announced the <laughs> cast. Like, Why is CW making Powerpuff Girls? I know. <laughs> they announced they, the cast. Yeah, yeah. They well, they they announced uh, the three. Oh, actually, I don't know. Three. She, I don't think she got it though. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you in a second. All right, Nikki, looking it up. I was gonna say, yeah, I know Chloe Bennett. I think is one of them. Um, Man, that's not like. Why are they doing that? Yeah, it's a it's a live action. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls, but I think it's like supposed to be like fifteen years or something after they were the Powerpuff Girls, so like they retired or something. It sounds real dumb. And I was never a Powerpuff Girl yeah. kid, so I don't. I have no connection to Cart- whatsoever. Cart- Cartoon Network and I have no relationship. Um. The stars are Yana Peralt, Chloe Bennett, and Dove Cameron. Or Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Well, I'm not friends with any of those people, so... <laughs> you're not, you're not friends Honestly, with I think that's Bennett. great. Because I think, I think she's a lot better than a remake of Power of <laughs> Girls on CW. So go. I think Look that's a really good thing. <laughs> You should just audition to be Mojo Jojo or whatever the hell. Oh, I remember his name. I, I also... Did you guys, like, not have... I didn't have Cartoon Network or anything when I was a kid. Uh, I think we did we once did. we got to like once I was like thirteen or something like that. We got it once we had Directv. We got we had Cartoon, yeah, had like, but I never cared about it. Yeah, I'd like basic channels. The uh, we were Nickelodeon. I don't know, I watched Disney. The only Cartoon Network show I'd watch was Pokemon. Was on Cartoon Network, and there was a Transformer show on Cartoon Network that I liked. That was on at like six in the morning. That I would watch before school. That was it. And also uh, before we head out of here. One more thing. Cartoon Network came with Boomerang, which showed old cartoons, which is really cool. <clears throat> and they had the Hanna-Barbera uh, style Godzilla cartoon, which was fucking dope. So Godzilla and Godzuki? Awesome. Yep, Godzuki. Uh, the guy who directed Independence Day also directed the really shitty Godzilla yes, movie he did. with Matthew Perry. <laughs> Roland Emmerich. <laughs> no, that wasn't Matthew Perry. That was um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, thank you. Might have been better if it was Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. <laughs> it, I think it would have been the same. <laughs> the same exact. Just as bad. But also the person, so the person who designed uh, the aliens in Independence Day, um, stupid thing is they designed two aliens and the director liked them so much that he made one the suit and he made uh, one the aliens. But a way cooler thing is that the person who did all that design also did all the costume designs for the Justice League connection. Wow. 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 Full circle. Huh. Right? That's my value. You guys keep bringing me back here. I'm going to get the connections. <laughs> gonna bring you'll, be our fact, you'll, you'll be our fact checker guy, too. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get out of here, Mikey, do you want to plug your social 
show off what you can do? Plug my what? You cut off right when you... Your, your social media? Oh, my social media is... I think it's... I don't know. It's Mikey Boyle Photo or Stuff Mikey Likes. I have two different ones. One is... Mikey Boyle Photo is kind of dumb, but Stuff Mikey Likes is just kind of fun pictures. Mostly of birds, because I can't go outside anymore, so I sit by the window, <laughs> and then birds come and land, and I talk to them, kind of like Cinderella. It's really... I'm kind of... No, like Cinderella. I'm, I'm going to be confident. I am Cinderella. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> I'm friends with birds. So there if you, you want to see my relationship with the birds real close up, uh, follow me on Instagram. You don't have to. I don't have I don't have anything to plug. I just wanted to be on this I, show. I was excited to I, I, just chat with you guys. I will say I showed my dad your pictures of birds and he liked them and said you should show him the picture that I painted. So he has a I have a picture of a his chickadee painting that he wants me to show you. I just forgot to send it to you. So oh, I'll send it to you. Later. You sent me Yeah, you sent me some pictures that your dad painted. He mm-hmm. is just increasingly cooler every time you tell me a different story about him. Hold on, I'm sending you the, the chickadee picture right now so you can live react. You don't have to go over the top for it, but... No, I won't go over the top. No, I'll be completely... Just be honest. This <laughs> fucking sucks. All right, just this is it. the worst picture I've ever seen. It's, it's sending. Is, it, right is it through text? Yeah. Right. yeah I'm, not, I'm not putting it on Discord because I don't want to lose this. Just everyone okay. who's in our Discord is gonna a picture of a bird. Yeah, yeah, I texted it to you. All right, but while oh, you're looking wow. at the, oh, the... this is awesome. <laughs> oh, this is so sick. I want to buy this album. Yep. Don't tell him that. I don't have any money. <laughs> oh, I won't be. He, he, he's starting to sell his paintings. He's becoming an official painter. When I get oh. a job, I'm gonna buy one of his paintings for sure. I love that. Tell him that's awesome. We'll do that. Man. He doesn't listen to Little the show, so to <laughs> Mom listens, though, so she might actually play this part for him. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Hi, Mom. I smell um, better now. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, took, he toned it down with the... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Ethan, if people wanted to find you and talk to you about your uh, recast of Fast Five and anything else in particular where would they go to find you you can go to twitter.com or instagram.com slash amazing or you can go to twitch.tv slash amazing i haven't been streaming that much but I'm, I'm hoping to get back into it soon <clears throat> um but yeah find me there say hi say why fast five is the best fast movie uh tell me why you're excited for that in 21 days we'll be watching Godzilla vs kong i just want to sneak that in there it's gonna be great mm-hmm. yeah we can't go an episode without mentioning Godzilla vs kong nope and if you wanted to tell me why George Cassandra would make the perfect cyborg in any Justice League universe, you could head over to NICKA023 at either Instagram or Twitter and let me know who I should have casted as cyborg because I'm, I'm clueless when it comes to Justice League, so I have no idea who the fuck I should cast as cyborg. Didn't even know cyborg was a DC character until Justice League came out. So that's how much I know about cyborg, a.k.a. George Costanza. Well, it's my right. You nailed it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's our show. Mike, thanks for joining us. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. That was awesome. Absolutely. Till next time, guys. Later. Peace. Later. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. 
Today, we celebrate our Independence Day.